0: So good to see you. So good to be here. Thank you, um, Ron and company. Psalms 91 says, He will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They will bear you up with their hands lest you dash your foot against a stone. And He's not really talking about your foot hitting a rock. He's talking about any little thing that would come against you. He says, I will send my angels to protect you. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, are you ready for the word? Yes. How, how many of you have your Bibles with you? If you do, just raise them in the air if you have your Bibles. Let me see. Well, now, let me ask you this. Because, raise them up one more time. Because we know when you went to school and you walked into class without your notebook, how did you get marked? What, what was your, what did you, you were what? Uh, or un- Unprepared. Now, say it again. If you walked in the classroom without your textbook, the teacher marked you unprepared, all right? So I want to encourage you when you come into the house of the Lord, you're coming in here to be instructed in righteousness so that when you get back out there in the real world where all the stuff is happening, you will be prepared. You will be fully prepared, fully instructed. Amen. So um, I, I, there are a lot of classes that uh, they have when I was in school that they don't have now but they really, really need them now. You know, instruction, instruction. You know, for one thing, when I was going to school, they used to have a cooking class, okay? The girls had a cooking class, and as a fellow, you are what is she talking about, cooking class? Really, they had a cooking class. And the guys had shop, okay? And so now you have a generation, if you ask them to fix a broken door hinge or something, they don't have a clue. Because they were not instructed. If you ask a girl how to boil an egg, she'll want to know, well, what do I set the oven on? You know, I mean, (laughs) because, you know, we have not been instructed. So instruction is very, very important. So I want to talk to you about the importance, not only the importance of the word, but the importance of a word every day, the instruction in God every day. There used to be an old saying It says, an apple a day keeps the... Well, the word of day keeps the devil away, okay? I want you to know, the word of day keeps the devil away. It really, really does. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne of grace, Lord, to be instructed by you, Lord, to be washed by you, Lord, to be cleansed of all kinds of anxiety, all kinds of doubt, fear, depression, Father, or insecurities, whatever has come against us, Father. Lord, just wash us with your word this morning in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your word would save someone. Your word would deliver someone. Your word would heal someone. Lord, your word would encourage someone. All these things we ask in the name of Jesus. And the people said... Amen, amen, a word a day. Well, I, I want just, to just say that um, when my children were little, um, I would, uh, uh, we would sit at the table each day, and we had a scripture each day. And it wasn't a scripture for them to read. It was a scripture for them to memorize. And there's a difference between reading and there's a difference between memorizing, okay? Because if you say to your child, uh, thou shalt not steal, which is one of the commandments. You do know that, right? It's one of the commandments. Then thou shalt not steal. And every morning at the breakfast table, they shall, Thou shalt not steal. Uh, thou shalt not steal. Uh, two, Wednesday morning. Thou shalt not steal. Thursday morning. Thou shalt not steal. What happens when they go to the candy store with their friends? And they take something off the shelf. Okay? I, I'm telling you, your kids may take something off the shelf, but they're not going to enjoy it. Because in their spirit is what? You see? So it's not only important that we read the word, but the word become engrafted in us. So that it becomes, see, the word is like a safety net. And even when you are, uh, I want you to just picture the word as being like a trampoline, okay? So uh, if you say, um, uh, um, no weapon formed against me is... Is, is part of the word, okay? And then you go over here, over here and say, you know, no good thing would God withhold from them who love him and keep his commandment. That's another one. And two more of your favorite scriptures until you form a net under you. So then when you trip and fall, you're going to hit the floor, you're going to hit the net. You see, because the word becomes a filter in your mind, and whatever you are dealing with, whatever you're coping with in your job or in your family whatnot, it's all going to be filtered through the word that has been engrafted in you, because, you know, sometimes when I get into it with my husband, you know, and then the word says, thou shalt not kill, okay? (laughs) So... You know, even though, you know, I may have some strong feels at that moment, there's a filter in me. You understand what I'm saying? Now, so when you watch TV, you are creating, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, you are creating filters in your mind of how you respond. So on television, how does it tell you to respond to conflict? Shoot them, right? Right? Okay, punch them. So if that becomes the filter, your filter, then that's how you are going to respond. Okay, so it's so important because there are so many things that will try to enter your mind and become your value system, that you have to have a spiritual value system of the word, and that's why I say the word a day keeps the devil away. Now, before I get into what the word is going to do for you, I just need my husband to come up and share how the word went went to work in our house and our family. Come on, Charles. All right. You got to put the camera down. All right. Come on, Charles. Charles. Charles.
1: Yes, ma'am. To God be the glory. Yes, ma'am. A word a day will keep the devil away. I'm standing before you today to bear witness that's true. For a few years ago, I decided that I was going to share the word with my family members, starting with my children, and my children's children, and my immediate family. It has since then grown exponentially. However, I'm here to let you know that that word today has both benefited me and those that I've shared it with. For in my efforts to be able, yeah, I send a text every day, every day, every morning. Morning by morning, he provides new mercies unto us. So, morning by morning, I provide new scriptures for my family members and those that are near to me, like Pastor Chuck, okay, and others. And that has benefited me as well as them. For at no time am I able to send out a scripture to them before it enters into me. And it has caused me to grow as I've tried to help others grow by having that word a day. Now, my Bible teaches me that Uh, Jesus taught his disciples to pray uh, what we call the Lord's Prayer. And you can find that in Matthew, the 6th chapter, and also uh, Luke, the 11th chapter. But what I want to pay emphasis to is in that prayer, it it says, Lord, grant us this day our daily bread. This day. that, That infers to me that on the next day that we live, we need to pray that same prayer because we only got it for that day, and it's only good for that day. So the next day, we have to again pray that same prayer. So if we are physical people, and my children come to me and ask me, Daddy, uh, can you give me uh, a dime today? Now, if they don't come back to me tomorrow and ask me for a dime tomorrow, I'm not going to get them a dime tomorrow. Why? Well, they didn't ask. Now, there are two conditions that I have with my children, and that is, number one, they have to have been obedient to me, and number two, they have to ask correctly. So, we have the same responsibility with our Heavenly Father. We need to be obedient to Him, and then we have to ask correctly. Now, here's the other part. We also have to ask consistently in order to receive All that God has for us. And I want to tell you, it works. I've seen miracles on top of miracles happen in my life, in my family's life, in the lives of those that I've been ministering to uh, by sending that word every day. And it has indeed drove and kept the devil away. To God be the glory. Thank you.
0: My glasses. Amen. I just wanted to share, because he, he, I mean, he, either late at night or the crack of dawn, he'll pray and say, God, you know, what are you saying? And he, and ev- all the kids get to, and they get a chance to respond by text, you know dad, I got this, you know, and then they send the text to their friends, and they said, oh, yeah, my friend said, you know, that this text really helped and whatnot, so the, so the word has to be something that is real in your life, you, you know what I'm saying, it has to be a part of your life, you can't be Sunday Christians, and then Monday, you know, you go back to, like, doing your thing, you know, that has nothing to do with God, you know, and so many, you know, Christians, you know, basically, they live that lifestyle, you know, they come to church, you know, on Sunday, hallelujah, amen, praise God, and whatnot, and Monday, it's like, you know, giving the fig- the bird, okay, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, because the word, when the word gets in you, uh, it fills you, it changes your mind, it changes your life, so let's just look at some scriptures and see what the word of God says about studying his word daily, okay? Um uh, some, some, like I said, someone said, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I say that the word a day keeps the devil away. What does it keep us from? The word keeps sin away. Psalms 119 and uh, 11, and you need to read all of 119 concerning the word, okay, and the power of the word. It says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And like I said, that word becomes a filter. Whatever you believe, you know, uh, uh, you know, the word tells us don't let the sun go down on your wrath. The word tells you, you know, the devil's like a roaring lion going about seeking whom he may devour. You know, resist him and he will flee from you. Well, when that becomes your conscious mind when then you begin to think that way and believe that way it will protect you it says the word the word of day will keep sin away the word of day this is the second one and start writing these down because you might need these before you leave church and as soon as you leave church on monday morning the word of god keeps fear away a word a day will keep fear away Proverbs 30 and 5 it says every word of God proves true he is a shield to those who take refuge in him that is Proverbs 30 and 5 now uh, we say very very frequently when things are coming up and it says it'll keep fear away we memorize Psalm 91 it's important you know uh, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty I'll say the Lord you're my refuge my fortress my God in him will I trust surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler and the perilous pestilence. He shall hide me under his feathers and under his wings I will take refuge. His truth shall be my shield and buckler. It goes on to take, but I will tread on serpents and scorpions. You know, but the point is that when fear comes in me, and we all are going to be faced with fear, <laughs> For one reason or another, you know, you might be afraid that uh, something's going to happen to on your job. You might be afraid when you go, your kids go somewhere and you don't know where they are and you haven't heard from them. And, you know, I start saying, you know, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And when my enemies and foes came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. You're saying, well, Terry, you are just a super memorized. No, I am not. My husband will tell you every day we take one verse, and we may say that verse for a week, We may say that, that, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We may say, and then we'll say, he maketh me to lie down and grief. That's that's what we'll say at dinner. And we keep repeating it over and over again until it becomes a part of my memory. And I'm going to tell you something, and I really mean this truly. If you are just getting to the place where you can't find your keys and you don't know why you walked into the living room and you got to go back to the kitchen and figure it out, you know, well, what did I go in there for? When you start doing memory work, when you start memorizing, rise in the word I guarantee you he says I will renew your youth like an eagle I'll renew your mind he says your mind will become strong you'll be able to retain information because the word of God is alive it is like vitamin b it is like eating vegetables okay they're full of all kind of nutrients the word of God will give you spiritual nutrients so if you want to keep fear away you need to learn the psalms that will keep fear away It it says, uh, also, the word of God will keep sickness away. And I want you to look at Psalms 107 and verse 20. Write it down. It says that he said his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Do you know sickness will destroy you? It will destroy your life. It will destroy you financially. Uh, I'm telling you, I, 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 I um, remember someone told me they had a prescription that they had to have filled, and it was like something like $300 uh, a prescription for one prescription. a month now, that may not mean nothing to some people because you got it like that. But, you know, I would rather not spend $300 on medication, and that's why I spend $50 a month on vitamins and nutrients. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't have to have a prescription. So we have to be wise concerning or whatnot. But the word of God, it says that Jesus sent his word and healed them. You have to speak life People, I've had sick people, and I've said to them, "You shall not die, but you shall live to proclaim the glory of God on the earth, according to the Psalms. All right, according to the Word of God, you shall not die." You know, but uh, I remember our our little granddaughter Grace. Um, she was about three or four years old. And she said, uh, and Charles was in the bed, and he was sick. And remember, she came in, babe, and she started quoting the scriptures (laughs) uh, to you about healing over that that her mom had taught her. She couldn't have been more than three or four years old, but she laid her hands on him and began to declare the word of God that he was healed in Jesus' name. Uh, uh, and, and, And sure enough, he was healed because, see, the word of God is not just a piece of paper. It's not just a book. This is an anointed, powerful, living word. And you got to put it to the test. You have to, God said, try me and see. Just try me. I dare you to test my word. And so you said, well, you know, I said the word last week. I said the word last month and nothing happened. (laughs) He He said, Jesus said, when you pray, pray. Give us this day our daily bread. What is the bread? Jesus, the bread of life. The word is the bread. That is what you feed your spirit with. Amen. Hallelujah. What else will the word do for you? The word will keep discouragement away. Amen. Jeremiah 30, <coughs> 35, I'm sorry, 15 and 16, it says, Your words were found. And watch this. It says, and I ate them. Anybody looking at this in the scriptures? I found your word and I ate them, said Jeremiah. Your words became to me a joy and a delight of my heart. Has anybody ever eaten a marijuana brownie? Come on, tell the truth. Anybody here? what What happens when you eat it? How do you feel when you eat a marijuana brownie? Huh? You feel high. You feel happy. Well, I'm just trying to tell you, he says, when you eat the word of God, when you get it into you, so it becomes a part, so that you regurgitate it, it comes up in your mind, and you begin to say, you know, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will not dwell in the house of the Lord forever, and you look around, and you say, somebody's following me, yeah, it's goodness, and it's mercy, hallelujah, they're following me, see, you, you begin to feel joy, you begin to feel happy, and so he says, It'll take away discouragement if you eat it. Jeremiah said, "I ate the word and it 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 gave me joy. It was like a marijuana brownie. I know y'all don't like that that, but I'm just saying. You know, uh, y'all eat a lot of stuff that has a little alcohol in it and whatnot, and you start feeling. That. Well, the word of God is real. That's what it does in your spirit. Okay, the word of God keeps failure and poverty away. Did you know that? Did you know that the word? If you oh, let me tell you. Listen, this is the word that reversed our financial situation, I guarantee. I promise you. We were like on the brink of like, God, what is going to happen? He said, just stand on my word. Stand on my word. And, you know, because you know what the word says? Joshua 1 and 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it. How often? You shall meditate on it. You shall chew it. You shall eat it. You should memorize it. You should repeat it. You should put it on your refrigerator, on your bathroom mirror, on your car dashboard. Say it to your children. Say, baby, we're going to learn the word. When my kids were little, we would go to school. I said, it's time to recite your scriptures. Oh, do I have have to I said yes you have to okay in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God all things were made by him without anything was with made and him was life and this life was the light and then the light shined upon the darkness they knew the word and I'll, I'll never forget my, my daughter she was a teenager and she went to church uh, with uh, a friend of hers visiting another church and the pastor began to speak and she was listening and she said, that's not what the word says. I know that scripture by heart. That's not what it says. And she came, she was upset. She said, he, he didn't say what the word said, but she knew. She knew because from an early age, and you grandparents, you need to give your grandchildren, call them on the phone and say, Granny's giving you a scripture for you to learn. Honor your mother and father that it might be well with you and you might live along upon the earth. Let me tell you something. You could see on TV how these kids are cussing out their parents and whatnot on these like TV shows like it's nothing. Do you know why the devil does that? Because Ephesians says, Honor your father and mother that it might be well with you and that you might live long upon the earth. So if you dishonor your mother and father, what's going to happen? You're not gonna live long upon the earth. So it is the way that the devil uses to curse the generation. The word of God, I'm telling you, it's a shield, it's a buckler. It will protect our children if we get the word. So we had this little song that I sing with my grandchildren. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. For this is right. Ephesians six and one. Check a boom. Check a boom. And that's what we would do. And they would dance around and say the word because I want them to know it is important to obey your parents in the Lord. To honor them that it might be well with you. Hallelujah. So if you, wanna, you, wanna be, you don't want to be in poverty, do the word, eat the word, give, and it shall be given back to you. Press down, shaken over, men will pour into your bosom. You gotta know that a cheerful giver, I'm telling you, be a he says and be a cheerful giver. So if you want to prosper, and I've seen God do this in my life, I've seen him do it in our lives. Just pay your tithes, give an offering, help the poor. We keep a little dish in our car, so that when we stop by the freeway and somebody's there asking for a handout, we give it to them because we know that when we give them that dollar, that 50 cent, whatever it is, it's going to come back to me because it says give and it will be given back to you. we got to be doers of the word. And then uh, uh, this is another one. Uh, so I want, to say, I want to just say this. Why is the word so powerful? Why did God make his word So powerful. Any questions? Raise your hand if you have a question. Come on, classroom. You want to know why? Okay. John 1. Verse 1 and 3. Go to John. You want to know why his word is so powerful? Just go to John. It's the beginning, the gospel of John. You know what it says? It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. The word was with God and the word was God. You didn't hear me. I said, in the beginning, before anything, was the word. And the word, whoever this word was, he was with God, and it also says the word was God. Ooh, that's strange. How can a word be God? Look what it says. It goes on to say, all things were made by him. Were made by who? The word. And without him, not anything that was made was made. All things were made by the word. What did God say? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How did he create? And God said, that's the word, let there be light. And this is what, this is what I love. I, no, that's, another, that's another message. That's another message. But I love, it says that the Holy Spirit, in that first chapter of Genesis, it said the Holy Spirit was hovering upon this dark place that would become the the earth. It was said he was hovering, like, like he was waiting for something. And you know what he was waiting for? He was waiting for God to say. Because when God said, let there be light, The Holy Spirit began to move, and the light came. You know what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life? He's hovering. Come on, guys. He's hovering. What's he waiting for? What's he waiting for? He's waiting for the word. And and where's the word going to come from? Your mouth. And what does the word have to be? It has to be God's word. And a lot of things are not happening in your life because the Holy Spirit, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for her to confess her sins, and I'm faithful and just to forgive them and cleanse them of them all. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Waiting for you to do the word. It says this, uh, finally, John 1.14. Oh, somebody read this with me. you going to read this with me? You read this with me. What does it say in John 1.14? Somebody read it out loud. John
1: 1.14. So who is the word?
0: Who is the word? It said the word became flesh. Who is the word? Jesus is the word. So when you say the word, when you recite the word, when you pray the word, you are, you are talking about Jesus. Jesus is the word. That's why the word is so powerful. Now, this is the whole thing I want you to understand. Uh, he says this, John 8.31, this is my final scripture. And Jesus said to the Jews that believed on him, John 8.31, If you abide in my word, and my word abide in you, you are truly my disciples. So if you come to church and you don't know the word, I mean, I would love, you know what? I would would love, it would be a terrible thing, but I would love to go just around the room and say, give me a scripture that you know by heart. Some people would run out the room. The Lord, I hope she doesn't come over here. Let me think. Let me think. Do I know any scripture by heart? Do I know any scripture by heart? I'm telling you, it's so important because when the devil comes against you, you better know the word because the word and Jesus are the same. And when you speak the word, the Holy Ghost is activated to act on your behalf. And if you don't know the word and you start screaming, Hey! Who is somebody? Where do you think somebody's gonna come from? What do you think somebody's gonna do? Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's why you have to say, I will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that fly by day, or the destruction of Locke's works in the darkness, or the pestilence of walk. For the Lord shall give his angels charge over me to keep me out. Get back, Satan! I'm speaking the word, and I know that Jesus is the word. I have just activated angels against you. You have to know that. We know that the word will keep you from. You might want to write these down. The word will guide your path. The word will strengthen your faith. You know what? We have believed God for some things concerning, you know, our children and our children's children that have not yet manifested. I'm talking about serious stuff. I'm not talking about play stuff. I'm talking about serious stuff. You know, they're doing their own thing. Got a degree, think they're cute. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, God, wait a minute. We're speaking the word every day. We're not seeing this thing happen. He says, yeah, well, but the word will stretch your faith. I want to see how many times you're going to pray this, how many times you're going to believe this and wait for it to happen. And that's how he grows our faith, that every day we have to keep believing. We have to keep hoping. We have to keep trusting and never give up because this word works. And you know what I love? He's does enough for me to know it works. He's done enough in my own life that I know it works. I know that he healed me. I know that he healed my husband. I know he took us out of poverty. I know so now I can believe for things concerning my children because I know that God's word works. It may take time. He may use it to stretch my faith and have me keep believing and not walk by sight, but walk by... The word gives me courage. The word speaks to our hearts and our mind. When your mind is confused, I go to the word and I start just reading the word. I'll just open up and read anywhere because I know whatever confusion and turmoil and anxieties in my mind, the word is going to heal my mind. It's going to touch my mind. The word will fill you with peace. The word will renew your mind. The word will give you hope and joy. The word corrects us when we go astray. I want to challenge you as I take my seat. Don't just be a Sunday Christian. Don't be a praise the Lord Christian. Put the word in your household. Put the word in your job. Put the word in your children's heart. Speak the word in your own mind when you're driving. It will strengthen you. We've got some tough days ahead. Tough days ahead. We're in some tough days right now we don't know afghanistan all kind of monsoons tornadoes disease everything we need the word inside of us to give us peace when trouble is all around us i want to see somebody to sing you know what i'm going to take your challenge i'm going to memorize the scripture that speaks to my life I'm going to me- not just read it. I'm going to memorize it. And I'm going to say it every day and tie it up my heart. I wanna, who's going to commit to do that? Who's gonna, if you're going to commit to do that, because the rest of y'all who are not committed, you're in trouble. I'm telling you right now. Say, I'm going to commit. I'm, I see you. I see you. I see you. Anybody else? I'm going to commit. I'm going to commit. I'm going to commit. And I want you to say that the word works. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for those who have committed themselves to know the word, to study your word, to show themselves approved unto God, at work when it needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of Christ. And I pray, Father, that as they decide and make a decision that they are going to memorize and know your word, Father, that they will see the manifestation of your glory in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I'm going to tell you one last thing. The word will only work when you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Anybody here say, you know what? I can't point to the day or the time where I actually accepted Jesus Christ, but this is what, the 29th day of August? 29th? I'd like to make sure today that when I pray the word, when I speak the word, when I ask God that I am his child and I know him, if you're not sure, you can raise your hand and say, I want to be sure right now. You can say, I want to be sure. I want to know that I know the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want to know that I know. Just raise your hand. Hallelujah. Yeah, I see your hand. Hallelujah. I see your hand. Hallelujah. See your hand. Hallelujah. So on this 29th day, when the enemy comes in and try to torment you, you can say, you know what? I am a child of the Most High God, and God hears my prayers because I have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.